Welcome to Behind the Body, the ultimate podcast exploring all things health, fitness, and lifestyle for women of all ages. Join your hosts, Andrea and Anna, as they bring you expert insights, personal anecdotes, and practical tips to help you live your best life. Whether you're a fitness enthusiast or just starting out, Behind the Body has got you covered. So grab your headphones, turn up the volume, and let's dive in. Hi, everyone, and welcome to an episode of Behind the Body. Today, we're going to talk about the three phases of dieting. And I think why this is interesting is because when you think about a diet, most people think about being in a calorie deficit, but there are also two other phases the maintenance phase and the bulking phase. And so we want to talk a little bit about when you would do each of those. Both Anna and I have clients that we put on meal plans. So like, how do we incorporate those three phases? And when do we incorporate those three phases? And I think it's just like, it's good to inform people that like, listen, you don't have to be in a calorie deficit forever. And I think it's one of the things that people are very scared of. First, they they link the, the diet with a struggle, with uh, be hungry, and it's not the point. Of course, the deficit, if you are looking for losing weight, is important, but a losing weight is a process where we need to go on and, you know, sometimes change the strategy, even for mental health, you know, for the clients in the process, because again, Everything is starting here, right? So I think it's going to be a good topic, maybe, yeah. to, you know, to bring to you guys. And it is so fascinating because it is not one only way to get there. Exactly. And I think that that's like what what's going to be so interesting is like, hey, there's a few different phases, but every body is different. And like the nuances and intricacies of our bodies are such that there is no one way fits all, you know, and there's even as we diet me for every competition, like that diet looks different every time because my body responds differently. And that is the hardest thing. If you think that you are there doing your diet and it's hard, it's because you're not an athlete. You know, <laughs> it is the hardest thing ever when you're talking about the strategy, the diet, because as Andrea said, it's every prep is different and even her body responded very well. Last prep doing something, we need to make some change so her body can keep responding. So I think when we're talking about diet, good diet, and it's always something that is going to bring us out of our comfort zone. But what we want to try today is clarify that it's not only one thing to do. It's not like a recipe, a cakey recipe, yeah, right? Right, exactly. And I think that's all good and bad because I think it's good in the sense that it's fun to spice it up and to see like how your body responds best to different methods of quote unquote dieting, but bad in that it's not going to be consistent. And so you have to be... Okay, we are picking up, I don't know where we left off because we had a whole motorcycle gang <laughs> passing the house. So anyway, I can't remember what I said last, but what I remember where I was going is that there's not a one size fits all. That's good in the sense it keeps us changing and trying different things and keeps, you know, our bodies guessing, which is a good thing, but it's a bad thing is that there's no consistency. So it's not like 
okay, here's the plan. I'm going to follow this and I'm going to achieve all my results that I want to get, right? Yeah. I think there's good and bad in that. We were just talking about clients that we have. When clients come to us to put them on a meal plan, we sit with them and we say, okay, tell us your eating habits now. What does a full day of eating look like for you? What do the weekends look like? What does your eating out look like? And a lot of times clients are like, oh, well, you know, I, I fast or I'm not eating that much and, you know, picking up food like wherever I can here and there. And there seems to be like no consistency in people's diets. And so, you and I both agree that the best place to start somebody if they're looking to go like on a diet is to sort of level set or create a foundation of calories for them. And a lot of times this can be based off of factors like their current weight, their age, male or female, what their goals are, what their body fat percentage is. Their routine is very important. Yes. If, you know, sometimes... Uh, for example, myself, I don't like to eat at the gym because I like to, you know, sit down and have a pleasure on my on my meals. So I basically have like three big meals and two snacks so I can enjoy myself and feel like pleasure What I'm doing that. But it took me a little while to figure it out. And sometimes I was starving myself. So it's when it is not only way because we need to see out this point that you said and try to fit on the routine on the way that is going to be sustainable. Exactly. And so for the client that I was just working with, I said, okay, let me figure out your total daily energy expenditure. So basically how much calories you should be having also based on the amount of energy that you're spending every day. So like, are you working out? Are you active? Are you sedentary? And then let's create a reduction in those calories to initiate some fat loss, right? The number one piece of feedback from her after she got her meal plan was that it was a lot of food. Is the same thing for all my clients right. at the first. Which is so funny because it is, well, it's all relative, right? Our bodies get used to the food, whether it's a lot or a little bit. But I think that if I had to be inside her head, just based on my experience, what it probably is, is a lot of protein. Yeah. Right. Because that's what we prioritize. Protein, for a lot of reasons, is the number one macro that we focus on because it's satiating. So it's going to fill you up. You burn 30 percent of the calorie only by to make the digestion of the protein. That exactly. Is other thing is a different breakdown in your body. And yeah, uh, for me, it's the same, babe. All my clients are like, oh, my God, it's too much. I cannot eat that. I just like, all right, we need to start for somewhere. Exactly. I don't want you to force yourself, but I want to, when you're hungry, you eat that food. Exactly. I think that is the best start. And then they, I start to ask, are you hungry? Okay, I, I eventually start to be hungry. So like you are making your body to work on those food. So your your metabolism is finally speeding up a little bit because you are eating more. So your body's working better. So it's it's the beginnings. And it's so funny that people are so surprised by that method, right? So let's get you eating the right foods in the right quantity so that we have your body and your metabolism working in its optimal state. Because right now, if you're, you know, for a lot of people and your diet is sporadic, your body doesn't know what to rely on. It's like, yeah. am I going to get some protein? Am I not? Am I going to get some fats? Am I not? Like too many carbs? Like what's happening in my body? And so random actions create random results and your body is like in this, you know, constant state of like not knowing how to respond. So so the most important thing is to get our clients having a very consistent diet. And I say at least for two weeks, but I'd like to see that from like anywhere from two to four weeks to get your body and your metabolism functioning at a at an optimal state. And you're going to get used it and 100%. you're going to 
start to realize what food you like better, what food you cannot eat at all. And we have now so many options when you're talking about health food that it's, it's interesting to, to do the process. Okay, so let's change a little bit your breakfast. And, you know, and then the whole process is opportunity that our clients have to learn and get something positive of each phase that is, you know, it's what is going to make you in the future. You don't need to follow any protocol. Just eat what you like and it's health at the same time. And it's good for your body. And especially when we are on the maintain phase. In the first phase that it's more normally, mostly the people come to us because they want to load the body fat. I'm going to say 99% of my clients, the first step is losing the body fat. I have like 1% that is under the weight and need to gain weight. That is the other case. But the first phase of cutting, of cutting, we're going to do the diets that are going to make our clients drop the body fat. Not necessarily they're going to drop the weight because they're going to be working out, doing other things, eating more protein. They're going to feed more properly the muscle, the body. So, but the body fat is going to go down for sure. And you can see that on the, the, the clothes, the way that you look. So if you're going to eat a, a brownie, a, a small piece of brownie is 1,500 calories. A bowl of oatmeal peanut butter, protein powder is going to be... Like 400, 400. Less than 400 calories in my breakfast every day. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going to have much more food. You're going to feel full. Much more fiber, much more, many more vitamins and protein minerals. and everything. So I think it's the first thing is if you're going to start right now, choose your dietist, your coach, who, whoever is helping you, who is helping you and have knowledge for that. Trust in the process and give yourself a little bit time to learn to make mistakes and, you know, get more involved with the first phase. That is very important. If you do good, the other ones is going to be easier and you're going to get in a maintain a phase faster. Yeah. So when we talk about the first phase of cutting, it's a reduction in calories. And how many calories should you cut from your diet and how often? It all depends on the individual and it all depends on the goal. But I do think that there is probably a safer way to do it, a way that's more sustainable. And that's like a slow reduction in calories. So I think the first part of level setting a diet, basically Structuring a diet so you're getting adequate protein, carbs, fats, and fiber for each meal throughout the day. Getting somebody to eat a structured diet is the first part. And then reducing the calories, maybe depending on the goal by a hundred, uh, you know, every single week or depending on how fast or slow they lose fat. Might I be. super agree. Yeah. And we are talking about her client before we start recording and what she's doing. It's amazing. Thinking about you're going to come from I eat whatever I want to a thousand calorie diet. Not going to work. No. A 15 is not going to work. If a normal person is not overweight, but her client is, is obese. So she was eating more than 2,000 calories. So what you didn't was amazing. The, the, the smart decision, you start with her calorie high with food. She probably not going to eat everything, but she mentally has options. 
that makes you feel like, all right, if I'm hungry, I can eat that. Right. And I will still lose in weight. So that's going to make her feel like, all right, I, I can handle that. And that is the first step if you are overweight to lose weight. Because only by change, bad food for good food, you're going to get results. Uh, totally. It's such an easy change to say, an easy change on paper, but not an easy change when you're just used to grabbing whatever you want, whenever you want, and not having a structured diet or plan. Because it is a lot. It is a big lifestyle change to go from eating whatever you want, whenever you want, to a structured plan. But it's the most effective way and the yeah. most sustainable way, I do think. Yeah. And that we care from you, dedication, because when we're talking about our style, at least, it's about real food. You're going to need to take time to prep your food or you're going to need to have money to order your food for some place that prep health food for you. You're not going to find what you need in a box, in a container at the grocery that is there for forever that is not the most health options you can have one or two meals that it's more processed but uh, the goal is have less processed food as we can because that is good for your weight loss but it's good for your immune system and after we had covid what my first concern about life now is putting my immune system high to the point that I can go through any kind of, of COVID or whatever happened. It is a process and it is not only hard to eat the food, but prep yourself for that. Because we don't want to bring like, oh, it's easy, come in like the, the, you know, the cold water in the pool, come, it's good. It is good, but it is hard at first, you know, but you can do it. Of course, you do it. of course. I do it, you can do it. It's going to be actually much more food then you use it to eat, but the calorie is going to be low. Yeah. And I think it's the safe way to start a process for yeah. sure. And, but the good thing and the good news is that a calorie deficit isn't forever, right? Because there's another phase in which we call the maintenance phase. And this phase could be a phase that we go into for a short period of time or a phase that we go into a long period of time, just depending on where we are with meeting our goals. Exactly. And I always say that as better you do the first phase, faster you're going to get to the second phase. In the second phase, we can do so many different ways. For myself, I like to have more freedom on the weekends. So I keep my calorie pretty tight during the week. Since my life, it's my routine, you know, I mean, use it to not eat it a lot. Besides. We have structure during the week that helps us maintain our diet. Exactly. Where on the weekends, we don't have that same structure. And then the, you know, yeah, the, the, the food, the cravings, the, like, friends, the friends, the social, yeah, all those things kick in. So that is the way that for myself works better. But, uh, you know, I do have clients that prefer to have a chocolate every day than have a big you know, meals during the weekend. And if it works for you, works, works for her is a good way to maintain, you know, because then the day, the only thing that are going to work is the thing that you do. And you're just going to do something, especially for a long term, like a lifestyle, if you have doing that. And I always say that because it's the truth. Yeah. It's the truth. When people ask why your clients have results, like because they're happy. 
they're happy. I do my best to help them figure it out what when they are on the low times bring up to the high times because life is about to be happy and food it is a huge part of our happiness science we are so you know social life is uh, is around table when we are happy we wanna eat when we are sad we wanna eat when we are anxious we wanna eat or drink anyways so it is the mountain phase it is the hardest phase for most of people because has other things on this phase as well. I got in my abs. I look good. You feel good. You're like hit your goal and you're like, okay, well, maybe I can have a little bit of a and then, some pizza and maybe a little bit of a dessert here. And then, and then it becomes like this snowball effect of going back to your old eating ways and your old habits and then gaining the weight back. Exactly. It's why the mountain phase it is the best. So you already had figured it out what you like to do, what the foods that you like. You can eventually eat more because your body fat is low. But also the freedom can bring you back for the first phase if you're not smart enough to understand that your body needs a time to release the food that you have. So what I am going to give you here as a tip for if you are going to run the maintain phase, give your body at least three four days between uh when you have something different of your routine for example you go for dinner and even you eating half you are eating like a food that is extra oil can bring 200 300 calories for your your meal you're gonna drink something you're gonna have a dessert don't do this again tomorrow let your body process the food using the good food and eliminated the bad food so you can even you are in the maintain phase it's important you keep the control well i think we should understand what the maintenance phase is the maintenance phase is once you reached your weight loss fat loss goals or your physique goals that that's how many calories you can eat to sustain that look so if you decide to go off and have cheat meals here, cheat meal there, everywhere, cheat meal, not following that plan at that specific calorie amount, then you risk gaining that weight back. And so the whole point of maintenance is to keep you maintaining that current shape, that current weight that you're at. And honestly, for me, has been harder to be on the mountain phase than get, get there because I'm so like, cardio, and then I look good. So like, I look good. I deserve it. And ah, just a little bit more. And it's so easy to lose control. Well, I feel like for me, it's the maintenance phase is hardest for me also because I like the discipline and structure of a fat loss plan. You know, I'm like, okay, I'm goal oriented. So I'm like, okay, I have this plan and I need to do this and I need to do that. And next week it probably will change. And maybe in a few weeks it'll go down even more. And like, we're making progress. But then when you're at maintenance, it's kind of like, the challenge, right. Yeah, the challenge <laughs> is different. And size you have uh, your mind so in control about the little mistakes for me it is a huge challenge to not make the mistakes yeah. you're not even well no like but i think that's what's good to know is like when you are in the maintenance phase hopefully in the first phase the cutting phase you have gained enough knowledge like you said you've developed enough habits you know the go-to's to go back there if you need to because <laughs> life is not just like one linear path no. right in in anything in yeah. life we just kind of go with the flow and things change and we adapt and sometimes that might mean we have the holidays coming up and maybe a lot of social events a lot of parties a lot of this yeah. a lot of that and we may be in a position where we're going to eat more and that's okay or vacations right that's okay but 
hopefully you've developed the habits in the cutting phase where you can maybe go back when you need to to lose a couple pounds and then come back to maintenance phase when you're ready. And also we have the third phase, right? The third phase of bulking. This is an interesting phase. (laughs) I I hate it. (laughs) I don't think most people consider the bulking phase as part of like a dieting phase. But what bulking is, is eating in a calorie surplus in order to meet some sort of goals too. So when would you bulk? Well, so for me, the bulk is coming before the mountain. It's like I get a client and she, her goal is drop her body fat, but also gain some glutes, gain some legs, you know, some muscle. But if I focus first and she gain the muscles, she going to be overweight. Because she's already are over, she's already is overweight, right? But also, when we are cutting, we can build it, yeah, but not much. We actually gonna see much more what she already has. And of course, if you're sedentary before, if you never had the protein enough, you you know you're gonna gain uh, muscle, but it's not the quantity that you're going to gain in a booking phase because you're going to be under the deficit calorie. So in order to gain muscle naturally, your body fat necessarily going to go high because you're going to need to eat more. And even as oatmeal, chicken, rice, if you eat more than you burn it during the day, that is going to be an extra food that is going to go to your storage. But in this case, it's not going for your fat storage, not 100%. Mostly go for your muscle. Why? Because you are working out. And when you work out, you broke the fibers. And the way for your body recover is using the food that you're eating to recover the muscle. So you don't need to be scared if you're doing the right thing. But the booking is so important because if you do mistakes, as I did in the past, you eat all your diet for booking and at the top, you add more food. That is wrong Mm -hmm. because your body, you're going to be fat and you're going to need to back very hard for the first phase before you move to the second phase. So what I like to do is do slow the booking phase. I do like, let's say I do the cutting like for a few months when my girl is not there yet, but it's already on the comfortable place. I do more two months of booking, giving her more food, bringing more, maybe a little bit more. It's very individual. And then I beg for the cutting phase. So that way I'm giving her muscle without to let her body fat go too high. Yeah, I think that's great. So you basically diet them down, cutting, 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 seeing what kind of muscle that they're working with or what you're working with at the point based on her goals, on her fitness goals, you then bulk to help her build muscle, which I think is great. I think that when I worked with clients before that are already overweight, that are also incorporating a fitness plan with their meal plan. I would not bulk them because they're already carrying extra weight, right? So you mm-hmm. definitely want to bring them down, bring them down, bring them down, make sure that they have enough protein to sustain the muscle growth and they're not going to be accumulating or holding on to any body fat. I also think that people might take look at bulking as a way to just eat extra calories, you know, to mm-hmm. eat more as an excuse. 
eating more chicken and oatmeal is not funny. Yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> so that's fun. It's not like eating pizza and sushi, but n- nonetheless, it's more food. And I think people could use like, oh, I'm trying to build muscle, so I'm in my bulking phase. I don't think you need to eat more than 10% uh, in calories in order to achieve the muscle growth that most people maybe want to achieve or are trying to achieve. And I think this is different. If you are new to working out and you're building all new brand new muscle, maybe you need a little bit more calories. But I think for the majority of the people who are incorporating a fitness plan, you don't need to overconsume by more than 10% calories. It's not like a free for all eat what you want. You're trying to grow muscle. No. Otherwise, you're going to grow fat. Yeah. And who wants to grow fat? No, no. But I mean, <laughs> please. I mean, maybe some people. But yeah. just like... Do you know, baby, that one of the causes of Alzheimer's? They, they Alzheimer's, met... yeah. I was just studying about this. Who has more muscle has less chance to have Alzheimer's. Yeah. So... Again, we back. Even we can talk about any topic. We're gonna come back to the basic. It's about your health. The obese, I think, the first phase is gonna be very important. You know, but eventually, the booking phase is gonna need to be necessary. Maybe not in the first year. To be honestly, it's a process, guys. Yeah, we took your entire life to put two hundred pounds in your body. You're gonna need to be passionate. You know, work hard to get it to normal state. And I'm telling that, and to be honestly, people are romanticizing too much the obesity right now. Like, oh, you need to embrace yourself, accept. Body positivity. You yeah. should, definitely, but be healthy. How many years do you want to live? When I see people that has no mobility to stand up, need help, it's not even about to have a six pack. It's about to be able to run for five minutes and don't feel you're dying. Right. It's not even about to put a cute outfit. Even I love it. It it is something that inspired myself. But it's at the end of the day, it is not what putting me to do my cardio and eat better. I just hit to the point in my life that I want to live until I'm 110 years old. And I just want to live better. Do the phase and again, involve you with the process. If we, you are involved, you're going to have fun. Instead of like, I need to eat this eggs or this diet, make an omelette. You know, make an omelette. Enjoy it. Realize that that it's the way that you love yourself. Feeding yourself right. I agree. And I think that knowing that there are several phases that you can go to in your journey and the life journey of being healthy and hitting your weight loss goal, I think is comforting and knowing that you don't have to stay in this deficit forever or stay in any one place forever. It's really in your control if you practice the habits that it takes to get there and also the patience because that is the number one thing as well that I think we tend to lose when we're in a cutting phase is like that patience to see the process through and to trust that your body, God, it does so much for you. Like give it some time to adapt, you know, give it some time to like work at its optimal to help you achieve your goals. Forget about the, the how long it's going to take and yeah. look to it. It's a new lifestyle. Uh, I hear these days one one woman that she's obese, she's on the process, and she was complaining like, my entire life I didn't diet, I don't want to do diet anymore, I want to drink, I want to live my life, I want my, my life back. If you have done something your entire life, you didn't get the results, it's because you are doing wrong. 
Hard work never gonna be better than a smart work. Be smart. Why are you gonna do the diet the whole day, the whole week, and the weekend? You're gonna lose everything that you put on. It's not much better. You do good every day. You do good. You make good choice. And when you want to, you have your beer. It's what I do. When I want to eat my chocolate, you don't even look at me. I'm going to lick the whole thing. I'm going to eat that. And I think that's because, like you said, it's the difference in the mindset between a diet and a lifestyle. And like we could say that so easily because we've been doing it for so long that it is our lifestyle. But I feel like the majority of society sees it as a diet. I want to get from point A, my current weight, to point Z, my skinniest or whatever. And that's I, all that's that's the goal, right? But the the intention behind it is like to do whatever you got to do. And that's why I think we see so many people on Ozempic or so many people going to extreme calorie deficits to achieve their goal because they just want that quickest road from A to Z. But I think what's so important to point out is that your livelihood, your happiness, like your satisfaction is based off of creating a lifestyle that works for you to hit your goals. It's that road that, you know, quickest road from A to Z is not the way. Sure, you might achieve your goals that, you know, will ultimately be hard to sustain, but the lifestyle is what creates that achievement and that happiness and that pleasure in the process. And I'm going to be super honestly, May for you is easier than for me. And May I'm not obese right now because I'm very mentally strong about to fight every single day with myself. And you guys going to see that. One week I'm going to look tiny and the other week... Because I struggle. That is the truth. I do my diet good every day. Nighttime, I feel like I have a monster inside yeah. of me. And sometimes I cannot even sleep. I wake up every hour to go to my freezer and eat something. Sometimes I put myself, I sit myself in the sofa and say like, you don't do it. And I back to sleep. But sometimes I don't. So I do the rest so good. I do an hour cardio, I lift heavy, I eat pretty good when I can control because I still struggle with that. And I'm open up that just to say, if you see me and if Andrea's different. No, I'm not. <laughs> I have a very, a, a very similar example. Yeah. From yesterday, I was eating, um, I have this cereal that I like and it's like a healthier cereal, mm -hmm. high protein, but nonetheless... I was eating out of the box and I told my husband, like, can you please remove this box from my hand? Hide. I asked yeah. Alan to hide and he said stuff. to me, the audacity of this man, why don't you practice self-control right now and you remove the box from yourself? And I said, I can't. To remove this box from <laughs> remove this box from my hands right, right now. now. I'm gonna call Anna. But I said, you help me be, be a better person. I need your support in this yeah. moment because I'm not strong enough. That's why I asked you. But nobody is above it. Nobody. No. And that just happened. One example about the cereal. It could be a other anything, things, but anything. But we are we all have that struggle yeah. because it's not easy to be disciplined. It's not easy to we, we to not that let that mental struggle, you know, pull us to eat things that are pleasing like pizza or chocolate. Yeah. And anything that as human be anything that we are told to not do it, we want to do more. hundred percent. That 100%. is something it is an us. I, I think that's actually if we go talk about that in regards to a calorie deficit, when people are in extreme calorie deficits, meaning, you know, you're just 
I know somebody very close to me that's like her weight loss initiative is just to go cut down to a thousand calories a day. And she's lost weight like that before. So that's what works for her. But you are overweight again. So like how well did that work for her? But I think that we prevent ourselves from like allowing ourselves to have certain foods and, and this and that. We have like such... You know, we like take everything out in order to hit this low extreme diet. And then the minute that like we give ourselves permission, we just go crazy. And it's everything I want. Yeah, our brains want what we can't have. And so the minute you allow yourself that permission, you just like go batshit crazy and eat everything in sight, you know? I think the most important on the process, at least for myself, it is the self-talk. Be honestly, be honestly, you know? I'm a successful trainer. I had an amazing career as athlete, but I still human being. And even I have all the knowledge, I still struggle. What make me have more success than maybe you that is overweight right now? My self-talk. I'm honestly, I tell myself, you're going to be doing that. You're going to look that way. Do you want that? No. Take a picture. I don't like. I just remember, oh my God, how the poor choice that I made is brought me that. So try it, you know? Yeah. Be honestly. Don't think you have any, oh, maybe my metabolism, maybe my hormones, maybe this, maybe. No, maybe it's the crack that you ate like the whole box. I can eat like a lot without being hungry. At once, you know, me if too. I don't tell myself like you don't do it. Right. Because nobody is with me 24 seven, you know, so it's about that. So doesn't matter what phase you're going through. Remember, you're going to see the struggle. Be honest with yourself. And I think the, the self-talk is very important. It's like every day when I wake up at five to do my cardio, half of them is like, shut up, bitch, go to sleep. Go back to, go back go to bed. Back to sleep. And the other one's like, all right, yeah. all right. I see all the fat hanging on your t-shirts. I'm like, no way, I can't. And uh, luckily, I'm, I haven't been, you know, one most of the time. So my self-talk to myself to help me navigate through these hard times are if I continue to eat like this or eat this or do this that I'm not supposed I shouldn't be doing because it's not in my plan because I didn't commit to this. How will I feel later? Meaning like how will I feel about myself later? Yeah. Like how disappointed will I be in myself? And like that to me is sometimes most of the time enough to like overcome some of these struggles. But it's I mean, some people think like oh, you have it easy once you develop these habits and these routines like it's easy. But I would say I have these thoughts every day. Yeah, to every, some degree, day. every single day. So if you are that's like, OK, I'm not to the point that I thought it was going to be easy. It's not yet. So I'm going to give it up. Don't do it. That is your new lifestyle. It's no way back. It's not time to regret. You know, if you are already taking the serious, remember, you should take yourself serious especially if you want to grow in anything that you do so yeah we are here we look good even we have a bdd we <laughs> not that much but we are we do a little bit i think everybody has we... a little bit but uh, we do look good we are you know i'm 38 andrea 42 we you know pretty much put out the little girls in the pocket <laughs> I'm not joking. But, uh, you know, we are happy. Of course, we still work in improvement because I'm not satisfied and I'm never going to be. I know that. Andrea, the same. But we just want to say, like, don't look us like we do that 
because it's easy. We do that because we want so much that we're gonna challenge ourselves every day, you know? And we've been doing this for a long time, meaning the dieting phases and the working out in the gym and like going through hard shit and competing. We've been doing it for so long that like, We've developed the habits, the routine by now. It comes more naturally to us, but it's still fucking hard. And I think that that's what we, well, that's not what this podcast is about. But I mean, I think that when we're really honest, it's hard for us too. every single day we struggle every single day. Our partners are seeing us, yeah. you know, like in, in a weak space, you know, because we live with them. But like, and we talk about it amongst ourselves, but no, nobody's immune to it. But I think that when you prioritize yourself, when you prioritize your health, when you realize that this is a lifestyle and not just a diet, your chances of success are so much higher. And again, even as you said, the podcast is to speak the truth about the the getting your body dreams. Because it's not only one thing. It is a, a lifestyle that it require a lot of chance that it may overwhelm you when you're thinking about I'm on the first floor and I want to be on the top. Mm -hmm. It's why we want to help you. Don't look where you want to be. Don't look to the big picture right now. Look for the steps. Yeah. And they, it's so important you do good out the face. So that way, when you go to mountain face, you know, even again, we always going to look better. You always, we always want more. Good. That are going to make us never going to be on the comfort zone. But again, our intention here is to hold your hands even if we are here and you there and to say like we go through the same struggle. Why may we have more results? Because we didn't give it up. We went through, we cry, we did again, we try again, we fall and we still every day trying to do better and get better. Yeah. And that's life. That is life. Awesome. Right. Well, we will leave it there. Any thoughts, questions, please come below and then subscribe. Subscribe. Oh my God. I was <laughs> waiting you say it. <laughs> subscribe. Like the most important. If you have that friend that you talk it or that you're watching, you know, struggle with getting a health lifestyle, send to them. Yeah. You know? Yeah, share. Please. Share. We, we don't say that enough, but share our podcast. If you think it's gonna help somebody that's close to you or that they would enjoy it, we yeah. would appreciate it as well. So right. and follow us on Instagram at behind the bot. Please. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well thank you guys. Talk to you next time on Behind the Body. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Behind the Body, the podcast that's all about helping women prioritize their health and wellness. Remember, small steps can lead to big results and progress, not perfection, is the goal. If you enjoyed today's episode, please like, subscribe, and share with a friend. You can also follow us on Instagram and YouTube and let us know what topics you want us to cover next. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you next time on Behind the Body.